You're listening to Stidia Cast, where we come together to discuss, gush, and occasionally cry about our love for Style Stalinsky and Lydia Martin. We hope to introduce the fandom to new material, support talented authors, and spend a little extra time with our OTP. This is Stidia Cast, because canon just isn't enough. Hello, fellow Stidiots, and welcome to <laughs> another season two episode of Stidia Cast, in which we will be talking about Just Want You to Dance With Me Tonight by Wells Jaha's Ghost, slash Laughing Senselessly, slash Jade, slash My Queen. I love her. Yeah, Rachel and I stand Jane pretty hard. So. We have a fan club. We play, we pay dues every month and just, like, talk about Jane. <laughs> Only good things. No, I'm joking. Um, so, I am Rachel. I am Rongasm on Tumblr, and I am the host of tonight's episode. I am Maggie. I am Red String Banshee on Tumblr. I'm Anya, and I'm Styles to Likes Lydia on Tumblr. And I am also Rachel, but I am MadGrad2011 on Tumblr. Um, so to begin with, I actually really wanted to talk about the dynamic between Styles and Lydia and how you think that parallels the storyline of 6A. So how they get together and how you think this plays into that, because I have been thinking for a while now that this could actually be a potential thing that happens on the show where, like, they get together in, like, a really, in that really big moment, and then he leaves, and it's, like, the drum roll ends, and it gets awkward as fuck because they're apart for, like, a while, and they know that the other one likes them, but they haven't dated. So I wanted to know what you guys thought about that. Um, I think that's really realistic, actually, especially if... Like, the thing that happens right before Styles gets taken is, like, a kiss, and then he leaves. Because we all know that Styles and Lydia's downfall is talking about their feelings. Mm-hmm. So, they might have I been, like... Them. Oh, I know. And if they were, like, about to have a conversation, and then Styles got taken, then when they get back, it's really dramatic, and of course, they're going to make up and everything. But, yeah, like, in this fic, they talk a lot about... I don't want the supernatural to be the only thing keeping us together. So I definitely think that without a supernatural catalyst, they could slip back into their miscommunication problems. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I totally agree. I think we're all at the general consensus that we're going to have that moment and then Styles is going to leave. And then Lydia's finally with the one that has to pine forever um, for him. But yeah, I love the way that Jade wrote this fic in terms of like where the relationship was at at that moment. Like um, the part when Styles is talking to Scott about what happened the other night when he like went over to Lydia's and it was like slowly unfolding. Like, oh, I went into her house. Oh, like I cleaned her wound. Oh, we're just talking. And then it was like, oh, we made out. And I was like, whoop. There it is. <laughs> it was just amazing to see. Like, you weren't quite expecting that. So when he's like, oh, like, and by the way, like, we've been, like, casually making out a few times. It's just like, oh, I love that. I love that dynamic. And I'm, like, really thrilled that she already, like, kind of crossed that threshold where they're, like, making out but still not together because, of course, they haven't defined things because it's Styles and Lydia. <laughs> so that's yeah. that. I absolutely love the awkwardness and the spec. I think Jay did such a good job of like really making it authentic. So you felt like it's like, guys, just talk to each other, like figure it out. You guys are on the same page, but you're not communicating in any way. And it just felt 
it felt like it was something that could happen in a show for sure. So I totally concur. Yeah, I agree with that. I think that, I mean, I was hashtag triggered by this fic. I was like, crap, this is something that I could actually see happening. I remember that when 5B ended, Rachel, it's always Lydia, had this theory that Styles and Lydia were going to kiss over hiatus and we were going to open the season with them not knowing where their relationship stood and because they hadn't talked about it and I was like Rachel that is a satanist thought that you are <laughs> expressing you are satan right now and um I don't think that's going to happen but I got PTSD flashbacks to Rachel like post post show stress disorder very stressful I'm I'm concerned <laughs> Okay, so because everybody was talking before we started a little bit about our favorite Scott moments, I mean, like, the fact that we love Scott, I feel like we should get all of our Scott out now. Um, I just love right at the beginning when Scott and Styles are talking about prom, and Scott is trying to convince Styles to ask Lydia to prom. You're gonna steal like, mine! You're gonna steal going mine! To be fun, and Styles is like, um, no, it's not. And Scott's like, I guarantee it, and Styles. It's like, how can you guarantee it? And Scott says, if you haven't cracked a smile an hour into it, I'll do the four-legged werewolf run across the dance floor. Listen, Anya stole my idea. <laughs> I was scared she was going to steal my idea. I'm thrilled she didn't. I love that part. Mr. Steal Yo Girl. Yeah, this fic is, like, full of, like, the most brilliant and witty one-liners. Like, I was just dying at everything. Um, my favorite Scott moment is obviously, like, one of the most angsty, sad Allison moments, but it's the moment where, like, Styles suddenly realized that his best friend has lost, like, all the people <laughs> that he loves in his life, basically. Kira's not there to celebrate their senior prom with them. Thanks a lot, Jeff Davis. And then, you know, of course, uh, Allison's not there to celebrate the senior prom. And that line where it's like Styles is suddenly like very thankful that the love of his life is only six doors away down the hallway instead of six feet underground. And I was like, wow, honestly, like uh, I'm going to burn myself alive. This is incredibly painful. But I love that about Scott, that how he was like so encouraging to Styles and being like, take advantage of this moment. Like, I wish I could, you need to do this, you know? The thing, my the thing that I love the most about that line before we move on, I love the fact that Styles is just like, Lydia's love of my life. Like, Lydia Martin is the great love of my life, and I will never stop loving her, and that's totally okay. That's just what it is. Like, it is fact. Like, yeah, grass like, is green. I love Lydia yeah. Martin. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I love that, I love that, that bit, too. I'm really glad you brought it up, Maggie. Um, and it's lucky that I have another bit to talk about since we're all stealing each other's Scott McCall bits. Um, so I have, I have like two little tiny ones. So the first, I love that Jade describes Scott's smile early on in the fic as panty melting because yes. Okay. Thank you. I, I love that. Um, and then the other Scott McCall bit that I really love is when they're at prom getting their photo taken and the photographer tells them to, like, couple up. And Scott holds on to Styles. I was just, I loved that. Just the, the way that she described that and how fun it was and how it just kind of relieved the tension that was going on between Styles and Lydia and allowed them to kind of enjoy the night a little bit more was perfect. You got some Dylan O'Brien and Tyler Posey right there. Yeah. <laughs> 
So my favorite Scott moment, um, well, except for the one that Anya said, <laughs> um, was the scene where they were talking about how, how once again Styles did not ask Lydia to prom, and Scott's like. You were eating her out, and you didn't ask her to prom, <laughs> and st- and he's like, which, by the way, I didn't need to know, and Styles is like, now you know how it feels, <laughs> and I was, like, just thinking about, like, Scott McCall, like, calling Styles the first time he goes down on Allison, and he's like, dude. <laughs> He'll never guess where my mouth just was, and Styles is like, dear God, I don't want to know. <laughs> yeah, there's so Scott was so good in this and like I want to be mad at Styles for not asking Lydia to prom before the actual prom, but at the same time, if he actually had, then we wouldn't have gotten all of those great Scott scenes and we wouldn't have gotten the photographer sit trying to get them to pair up as couples and Scott putting his arms around Styles's waist. So really like it's okay. It's all good. <laughs> But still, I was like, congratulations, you played yourself. And it was, like, incredibly frustrating. And then he did ask her, and she was asleep. I know. Oh, God. Oh, that was hot, though. Actually, I'm pretty sure that scene was one that I made her add. I was like, Jade, I need a scene where they're sleeping in the same bed. And she was like, all right, Rachel. Your wish is my command. That's amazing. All right. Um, so. Should we I'll, talk about the, the sex now that Rachel brought it up? I didn't. But, <laughs> yeah, you did. Oh, <laughs> fine. I, it was me this time. <laughs> Claire's not on this one. So. <laughs> yeah. All right, guys. Let's talk about sex, baby. <laughs> so that dressing room scene, guys. That was that dressing room scene, though. That, that was pretty hot. Right? I, yeah, I'm yeah, a fan. And the best part was, was that it was like, there was so much lead up to it and they kept getting interrupted by the store attendant. And like, every time we get a break and like witty banter, that was just A plus, like every single line. And then the attendant would leave and then they get it on again. And then she'd come back and it made the scene just like, last longer (laughs) unlike styles (laughs) (laughs) and so it was just we got so much beauty in that one scene because the attendant kept coming back and I was so grateful I was like Lydia is annoyed by you but I am thankful thank you for existing can we talk about the fact that he was eating her out and she pushes his face away and as she pushes him away, he fucking licks her hand, like, <laughs> as he's, like, going back, like, <gasps> wow, you guys, wow, I just, I, there are no words, I was just, as soon as I read that, I was like, <laughs> wow, I, I just have no words, no words, I don't know. Yeah, I, I have to say, I love that she ended up buying the dress that <laughs> she was wearing, um, while they were in the dressing room. And I love, too, the, the bit that Jade put in there where the, the attendant basically, like, acknowledges that she's figured out that he was in there because she saw the soda cup. And Lydia's like, oh, my God. Like, she thought she was so smooth. Yeah. <laughs> Poor Jen. She's, like, just trying to make some money. Like, she totally knows, like, these kids are in there, like, pulling around. 
She's yeah. like, Lydia, like, just bites her head off, like, and she's still, like, so sweet to them at the end. I was like, all right, Jen. Okay. She's the real she MVP. She should get a very nice commission. Yeah. I also love this one part in that scene where it's, like, um, they continue kissing sloppily, all loud, wet noises and hands everywhere and thrusting hips like completely horny teenagers. Wait, they are teenagers. Kill me. Because this whole fic is about... Like, them trying to balance the supernatural with having an actual relationship, not just revolving around, are we going to die in the next two minutes? And so every single time there's a moment like, wait, I want to be a normal teenager with you. I can be a normal teenager with you. I just died. That was so good. So I want to briefly talk about my favorite part of the sex scene, uh, (laughs) which is actually um, in the afterglow and um, there's this part, so if, if you, as many of you guys kind of know, I, although I don't necessarily headcanon Lydia being Jewish, I love the idea of her being Jewish, and I can totally see it. Like, she definitely fits into some stereotypes that are not necessarily true or not, but, like, she does fit some. Um, and so one part that I just freaking loved was after he made her come, she, like, grabs some napkins out of her purse, and she's like, all right, you got a little schmutz. And she, like, wipes his face with the napkins. And I was like, fuck, you're momming him. You're Jewish grandmothering him. I am so alive. I am thriving. Yeah, and the descriptions of Styles, like, after that smut scene, like, the way that Jade wrote him, I could visualize him so clearly, like, just completely gone and overcome by Lydia. And I, wow, just good. Ah, ha, ha, ha. Rachel's laughing because I think I made a sex pun by accident. Look, puns are always the most applicable during sex, so. Um, I really love the fact that she, like, offers to blow him, and he's just like, nope, I'm good, thanks, I really, I really want to go to GameStop, and I, like, don't know why he said no, but, like, I'm here for it. I'm okay with it. What do you guys think? You know you know why he said no, because that immediately reminded me of um, Move Like You're Stolen when he, at Isaac's wedding, when he's like, she, Lydia's like, oh, well, I should return the favor, and he's like, no, I just want to dance with you instead. Like, me too. <laughs> really? I'm just saying, yeah. Rachel, yeah. yeah. Oh. I think it's the same kind of thing where Styles is like, I don't need that, like, I am different than any other high school male in this moment, but I don't need that because, like, I care about you and, like, I'm happy as is, so. Well, I think that maybe she just, like, gave him roadhead on the way home. (laughs) Okay, we can go with that, too. (laughs) I really love how she wrote Lydia in that scene. I thought that um, she did a really good job of kind of expressing or having Lydia express her sexuality, and there was a line where it was sex, she's good at that. Sex is uncomplicated. It's the rest of it that doesn't come so easily to her. And I think that that scene in particular, when Styles basically says, "No, no, wait, you don't have to do that. I wanna, I wanna be able to still come to this mall and go to GameStop." I think that that's really kind of indicative of of how she approaches sex and how different it is now with Styles and the intimacy and the vulnerability that she's coming to know with him. Yeah, because it's very like, okay, um, now you, me. Mm-hmm. And Styles isn't like that with Lydia. He's like, I don't need that from you. I don't need you yeah. to give me, like, what I think, you know, yeah. what you think. Yeah. 
it's not about reciprocity. Yeah. It's about <laughs> partnership. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Providing the other one with what they need when they need it. Yeah, he doesn't want it to be reciprocation. He wants it to be because, I, I don't know, like, something else. I mean, I'm, I'm not going to say, like, because she wants to, but, like, yeah, I guess, in a way, yeah, it's not, he doesn't want it to be about reciprocation because he would do anything for her with zero reciprocation. Like, he would die for her knowing that she wouldn't die for him. Like, he would do that. He has literally offered to do that in canon. It's not something that we're making up. Like, and I just think that in a lot of ways, it hasn't ever really been about reciprocity for styles it's just about loving her and being in love with her and learning who he is as a boy who fell in love with a girl and isn't getting unstuck anytime soon yeah there's also um just like another instance of that that made me have all the feels from 505 when Uh oh am i ready for this (laughs) in that scene where um she's wearing that dress or one of the dresses, I don't know if it's the dress, and she says, it's too expensive, almost to the point where they're trying to disguise how shitty it is, he nods. You told me. She has just enough time to wonder when the hell she told him that before he kisses her again, and she forgets all about price tags in favor of rolling her hips against him. But all the way at the beginning of the fic, like the very opening of the fic, is when Styles is thinking about going formal dress shopping with Lydia and how she told him she was, like, educating him on how to shop for dresses. And I just had this moment of, like, he listened to her, he remembered. Yes! <laughs> he pays attention, he listens, yes. he remembers. Like, and she oh. doesn't even, like, she doesn't even remember that she had that conversation because she barely even knew that he existed at that point. And he remembered it for all these years and like even when they're in the middle of baking out he's like oh yeah you told me that and she's like what I did and he doesn't care that she doesn't remember every conversation that they've had because he does and it's so good yes I love how he just supports her like their dynamic together in the story was amazing like when she goes in for dress shopping and she's like I don't see anything nice in the store and Styles is just like cutthroat like (laughs) Uh, he just, like, supports her. Like, she's being totally a bitch. And he's like, yeah. <laughs> I love lately, like, my thing with Fic lately is Lydia being, like you said, like, totally cut for, like, former bitch Lydia, who we don't see as much in canon, and Styles being like, whoo, hey <laughs> Like, I I feel like he really, he, he fell in love with every part of Lydia, but I think that he definitely misses that part of her because that part of her is true to her it is her it's just a part that she isn't conceding to as much lately like there's a reason why i call her actual ice queen lydia martin and it's not because she's a sweet princess pie cupcake she's no (laughs) kira and i think that he misses her being herself in that way because it's just another one of lydia martin's many endearing traits and many masks and faces that he absolutely adores um it even mentions that like in the part i was talking about when they went formal dress shopping it says she hadn't talked to him necessarily but she more so talked at him like she was educating him on the intricacies of shopping in that percy voice of hers it was really hot honestly and he'd eaten it up (laughs) Uh, i was just thinking like i think he sees those qualities in her that is also like it's reminiscent to him of himself like her very slytherin like qualities he's like i am like her and like i understand her like on a fundamental level even though she doesn't know me or understand me 
because we're two completely different people, but we are very much so, like, fucking two sides of the same coin. Sorry, I had to bring it up again. But <laughs> it is so true. Like, yeah, just in every way, I really think that he has always had that connection with her and has always kind of realized that they form a whole. Yeah. yeah. And I think, too, that um, that excitement from him and seeing that that side of her again also kind of speaks to the the theme of normalcy that Anya brought up before you know he just wants to have a, a normal boring high school relationship and part of that is that side of Lydia I mean that's what she's been like <laughs> for a lot of high school and so I think when he sees that it's it's comforting to know that she's she can go back to that a little bit yeah, I'm really glad you brought up that line, Rachel, or that idea, because the line of him, like, I want the most boring, basic high school relationship, like, it made my heart just ache, because, oh, like, what a line, he wants that, and he, the line, he, like, he wants that, he's always wanted that, it's like, bitch me too, the fuck? <laughs> yeah, you know, when, when Styles is, like, this little, like, fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth grader growing up and falling in love with Lydia Martin, he's not thinking about, like, oh, one day I... I would totes my goats die for her. Like, he's like, hey, what if she, like, hung out with me in my room and we watched Star Wars and she had dinner with me and my dad and, like, maybe I would cook and, like, maybe we'd all sit around the table and she'd sit in the chair that my mom used to sit in and we'd all be talking and laughing. And, like, that's what he's asking for in that scene. That's why it strikes me. I, I mean, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna say that this is playing right into my domesticity kink, but this is playing right into my domesticity kink. (laughs) (laughs) We saw that one coming. (laughs) Sorry, guys. Can we talk about, like, favorite lines? Because I need to talk about that Greenberg line. Yeah, so my favorite line uh, in the fic is actually a little bit more like a paragraph, but um, she's kissing him and kissing him without responding to the question that always seems to fall from his mouth when they do this. But in her head, her own voice is echoing the answer helplessly. How could I not? He got inside her head. He warmed her cold bones. He wrapped himself around her soul and decided to call it home. And she has no idea how to exercise him. Like, yeah, wow. like the, the imagery, especially in the last line of that paragraph, is just so beautiful. And just the idea that he has invaded her so much and broken down her walls so much that she can't imagine herself without him, right? Even if she tried, even if she tried to exercise him, she she couldn't because he's ingrained himself so much into her that it, it's just so, so beautiful. And I think Jade really captured how their relationship has grown and specifically how much Lydia's perception and dependence really on Styles has grown and her vulnerability with him. I think that one of the joys of reading Jade's writing is seeing her style evolve the way it's getting better every fic that you read. Jade is one of those people who, like, you read her stories and you can see the improvements that she's making. And it's, like, incredibly rewarding as a reader to go, like, oh, you killed me with that line. And, like, maybe she couldn't have written that line two stories ago. But, like, she's just always evolving, getting better and better and better. And it's, like, such a blessing. The thing is, like... I have no I never have any critiques for Jade. Like I really 
Like, I don't know how she could get better, but somehow she does. I'm like, how did she do that? And, like, what is it exactly? I can't put my finger on it, but it really is amazing. Like, she's such a natural storyteller, and everything just flows so well. Everything's so organic. Like, oh, my God. Uh, Wow, I really like Jade so much. Um, (laughs) As a person and a writer. (laughs) Anyway, um, my favorite line and there are a lot of beautiful, beautiful lines about Cydia in this fic. Like, we could go on and on forever. Um, but, like, <laughs> a completely random favorite line of mine was the one where Styles is, like, trying to get Lydia to laugh in class. You know, he says Gesundheit to the, uh, I think it's Nietzsche that she's reading. But um, my favorite line happened to be the, like, oh, what book are you really reading? And she says, The Birth of Tragedy. And he's like, oh, so it's. Greenberg's autobiography (laughs) (laughs) you guys I like when you're reading fanfic like occasionally you get like a funny line you're like (laughs) or like you know you do that like snort through your nose (laughs) this made me bust a gut like I was cracking up there were tears in my eyes I've never laughed that hard in a fanfic like in my life I was dying I thought that was so brilliant and like so styles like if I was Lydia, I would have had to be like excused from class. I would have been like laughing so hard. Oh my I gosh. love that line. And uh, I love that line too. And after I like read this fic, I went on Tumblr and the first GIF was like a GIF of Coach with like Greenberg in the background, like <laughs> I miss you, Greenberg. And I was like, oh my god. <laughs> I just had to take a moment and like process. It was the birth of tragedy. <laughs> you guys, so good. Especially because see, seeing Styles like that is like seeing an old friend, and I love seeing Styles trying to make Lydia laugh because he doesn't really make her laugh in canon, and it's one of those things that I personally am like, I know that this is here, and Team Wolf just isn't showing it, and it's pissing me off. I need to see Styles making Lydia like genuinely laugh, and I don't know if we ever will, but like I feel like I really need it. Like I, it's like important to me. You know what else I would like to see? I would like to see Lydia making Styles laugh. Like, I feel like she's so dry and sarcastic. Like, she wouldn't even mean to make him laugh. But, like, that comment in the store of, like, her being like, I don't see anything nice here. And him being like, cutthroat. Like, I could totally picture him, like, outright laughing and being like, ha you know, like, my girlfriend's so funny. She's, like, so cutthroat, you know? Just, like, I love the idea of Lydia just being like, you know, blah, 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 like, speaking her mind and stuff, being like, ha, you're hilarious, honey. Like, he does that, like, Dylan laugh where he, like, puts his hand on his chest and goes, like, <laughs> <laughs> You know what I'm talking about. Yes. Uh, yeah, unfortunately. <laughs> I also love in that scene just a little mention that of Lydia's nails being painted hot pink. Mm-hmm. I just, I enjoy that. I, I enjoy having the... But Lydia that we know and love with her skirts and her heels and her makeup and nails done. Yeah. All right. Well, going back to styles, my favorite line is, um, well, one of my many favorite lines, because this fic is amazing, is um, right after Styles buys his prom ticket, it says, Styles tucks his ticket into his back pocket where, where it will inevitably get folded and a bit ripped and forgotten until the very last minute before prom at which point he'll desperately go through his entire closet trying to find it, probably while not wearing pants, because that's just how these kinds of situations seem to work. 
Yes, I love that detail. And then how it happens at the end, and it's in Malia's backpack, and Lydia's like, she's so upset over it. She's like, all right, I'm not going to, like, make comment about this, but there's, like, a part of her that's upset about it, like, really upset and angry, and she can't be um, not frigid. I feel like I've talked too much, but I just want to throw in two things here. Number one... Fannin Layden is my favorite thing. It's like, I don't know why, but everybody writes Fannin Layden the same, and it's always like they break up constantly, like every week, and Styles does not give a shit. <laughs> That's it. My other thing is my favorite line, um, which is um, she looks at him and he tries to smile at her. She doesn't smile back. That in itself isn't abnormal. Lydia doesn't really smile all that much anyway. Most of the time, it's those sugary, condescending ones, or fake ones that don't reach her eyes at all. He's immeasurably glad he's never been on the receiving end of one of those. He'd take her death glare over that plastic grin any day. The point is, it's her eyes that matter the most when she's looking at someone. That's the real smile of Lydia Martin, in her eyes. And Styles has had the pleasure of feeling it quite a bit lately. Anyways, I just, I don't know, I love that. I love Lydia Martin so freaking deeply. My queen! Yeah, that line is so real in canon. Like, every time that she smiles at Styles, she does that thing where she sticks her lips together and looks away from him and then, like, looks back at him and her eyes are really soft, but it's not really a smile all the way because her mouth is closed and, like, in a straight line, but she is obviously smiling. And <laughs> every time I try to write that into a fic, I'm like, she presses her lips together and looks at him <laughs> fondly and I'm like how do you describe that but Jade did she pulled it off and it was beautiful thank you Jade thank you Holland wrote in thank you for that one <laughs> really yes. appreciate it <laughs> all right so we have to wrap this bad boy up okay well I think we need to talk about the scene where they get together because everything about that scene is utter perfection so Obviously, Styles does not get around to asking Lydia out to prom before the actual prom, and both of them are low-key bitter about it. And then they have, like, a couple really cute moments during prom, but eventually Lydia just can't take it anymore, and she goes outside. And there's just so much good about the way that Styles approaches her there, because first of all, he asks if he can sit next to her. And the fact that he not only asks, but also looks like he would be totally okay with leaving if she wanted him to is the only reason she listens to him in the first place, because he's always so attentive to whatever she wants. Consent is sexy, you guys. <laughs> yes. Yes. I love in that scene how he, um, you know, when he finally gets around to asking her, and he's like, well, you know, if, if I did ask you, you know, what would you say? Or how, you know, how would you, how would I ask you? And he's so he's like writing through these different scenarios. And like one, one is like, well, I was going to bring you flowers. And then he was going to get something tattooed on his butt, I think. And he's going to get prom tattooed on his ass. <laughs> and I was like, like you were going to show Lydia Martin your bare ass, really? Right. Even in this hypothetical <laughs> scenario, you are not that brave. <laughs> Yes. So another part that I love in that scene is that I uh, is the scene where he is basically talking about how the different ways he would have asked her to prom, like how he would have asked her to prom. And one was like, you know, I would have brought you flowers. Or I would have tattooed prom on my butt. And all Lydia says is, you just had to ask me, you know, that, that I like you. I've already let you in. And 
You should. <laughs> There's that frustration too. Like literally, she's, she's already let course. him in. Yeah, like you. You should. <laughs> Oh, Rachel. Sorry. <laughs> but yes, the, the idea that she's already let her walls down and she's so frustrated with him this entire fic because she wants him to realize that and know, but, um, and just ask her to prom. But I really like that exchange between the two of them. Everyone just take a moment to appreciate Styles Zelensky mooning Lydia Martin, asking her to prom. <laughs> just like close your eyes, picture it. If you don't think Styles Linsky was that kid in middle school that, like, moon cars on the bus as they went by, you were lying to yourself. <laughs> um, my favorite part of this exchange is there's this, like, moment in it where she's saying something really snarky, but her hands are, like, gently cupping his cheeks, and it's, like, it's, like, she's murmuring something softly to him, and, but it, like, and the words are kind of, like, snarky and a little bit mean, but she's, like, gentle, like, her, like, her hands are gentle, and she's cupping his cheeks, and, like, I don't know why, but that image, my new, like, aesthetic is Lydia saying something biting to him, and, like, stroking his cheeks with her thumbs. Like, that's kind of fucking me up today, you guys. There was a lot of face cupping in this yeah. fic, and it was A+. Mm. Plus. I live for it. That is some good shit right there. Mm-hmm, good shit, yep. <laughs> All right, so I think that unless we have something else we'd like to say about this fic, let's go, like, last call, final round, bars closing. I'd like to propose to A toast. Jade. <laughs> <laughs> Final lightning round. What scene from this fic would you want to see on Teen Wolf? Go, Anya. Oh my gosh. Now. <laughs> Ten, nine, eight. <laughs> like the actual prom. Okay. Maggie, have to say something different. Uh, smut. <laughs> <laughs> Rachel. Within the prom, I would want to see the group photo. Yes. Uh-huh. All right. You heard it here first. Jeff Davis, who is definitely listening to this. <laughs> All right, this has been really fun. Thank you guys for talking to me about um, Just Want You to Dance With Me Tonight by Laughing Senselessly slash Wealth Jaha's Ghost, whose name I was just about to mash up like she was a ship unto herself. Okay. I'm Rachel. I'm Ron Gassam on Tumblr. I'm Maggie. I'm Registering Banshee on Tumblr. I'm Anya, and I'm Styles Selects Lydia on Tumblr. And I'm Rachel, and I'm MadGrad2011 on Tumblr. And next week, please join us as we read Safe in the 5 a.m. Light by Cave Kenham, um, which is a fic that is basically about Styles and Lydia having, like, this beautifully canon, domestic, normal relationship um, that stuns and astounds me each time I awkwardly reread it because I cannot believe there's a scene where he's cooking... And it's awesome. Okay. <laughs> All right, save it for the actual All right, I gotta go, you guys. <laughs> Bye. Here at Stidia Cast, we review and discuss our favorite Stidia fanfics. If you enjoyed today's fic, go tell the author the things you love best about it. You can find us at Stidia Cast on Tumblr and on Twitter at Stidia underscore cast. A special thanks to our sound editor, Rosemary, Row Your Boat on Tumblr, and to our incredible anonymous donor for making Season 2 of Cydia Cast possible. Thank you for listening, and see you next time.